Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Well, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to Old Time Radio Mystery, Suspense, and Horror, and another episode of Superman Saturdays. Your host, as always, Dakota, and if you have any comments, you can send them to otrmsh at gmail.com. Today, we get into parts three and four of Horace Morton's weather predictions. So let's go ahead and do that. Sit back and enjoy Horace Morton's weather predictions part three, which aired June 14th of 1940. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, valiant fighter for truth and justice, mighty champion of the weak and the oppressed, who has appeared on Earth from the outer reaches of the universe with a physical structure never before attained by mortal men. Superman, who is stronger than a locomotive, faster than a speeding bullet, who walks about among human beings disguised as mild Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. When we last saw them, Kent and Lois Lane were at the observatory of Lois's uncle, Dr. Horace Morton for an interview on the amazingly accurate Morton system of weather forecasting. As soon as they had arrived, they realized something was wrong. Elmer Rogers, Morton's assistant, had started to warn them. It suddenly stopped. Later, a possible connection had appeared between the Morton Observatory and the lonely slopes of Music Mountain and an outbreak of crime in the nearby town. Finally, during a heavy hailstorm, which Dr. Morton had correctly prophesied, Kent and Lois heard a shot. 
Running to investigate, they discovered Elmer Rogers, the assistant, lying dead on the floor of his room. As our story continues today, a very few seconds have passed. Kent and Lois Lane are bending over the still form of Rogers while the hail deeps outside. Dr. Morton is nowhere to be found. Miss Kent, listen, that hailstorm is still going on. Never mind the hailstorm, Miss Lane. I told you not to come down here. I'm sorry. I'll be all right. Just so sudden. Roger's shot. Who do you think did it and why? Can't tell you that, Miss Lane. But I can tell you how. There's the gun. See? There under the bench. Uh, don't touch it. I won't. What are we going to do? Nothing for the moment. One of the first things I'd like to know is... But, is that someone coming? Yes, down the stairs. Must be your uncle. Uncle Horace! Uncle Horace! Horace, my dear, where are you? I declare, I declare the page you'd run off. We're down here, Dr. Morton. Nothing's happened. Please be ready for a shock. A shock, my boy? What are you talking about? Good heavens. Oh, Uncle Horace. My heavens. What's happened? What's the matter with Rogers? I'm sorry, sir. Mr. Rogers has been shot. Killed. Killed? Elmer Rogers? Why, that's not possible. It can't be. Great heavens. How did he do it? How did he do it? Uncle Horace, you mean you think he did it himself? My dear Lord, what else? Yes, and there's the gun he used to do it with, too. See, right here. Don't pick it up, Dr. Morton. Please, let it alone. Don't pick it up. But nonsense, my boy. How am I going to look at it if I don't pick it up? Hey, look. Look, see for yourself. All right. Damage is done now. What's he talking about? What damage? Uncle, if there were fingerprints on the gun, you saw them not picking it up. Fingerprints? Oh, that's quite so. Clark, what are you going to do now? Notify the police. That's all there is to do. And the quicker, the better. Would you mind phoning them, Dr. Morton? Police phone? Uh, I certainly, certainly. Just tell them Mr. Rogers has been killed and ask them to get here as soon as they can. But uh, uh, look here, Kent. Uh, must we have the police? Do you think it's really necessary? My uncle, of course it's necessary. Please hurry and telephone. I'm sorry, Dr. Morton. There's no way out. The telephone's upstairs, isn't it? All right, all right. If you think it's the thing to do. Poor Rogers. Poor fellow. What do you make of that? Mr. Kent, I don't understand. He ought to be all broken up. Rogers has been with him for years, but... But he isn't broken up. He's quite calm. Isn't he? I don't like to say it, Miss Lane, but he acts like a man who's trying to be broken up. What do you mean? I think you know. You and I, the doctor, and Elmer Rogers are the only four people on Music Mountain. That is, as far as we know. If Elmer Rogers was killed, one of us killed him. Oh, no, Uncle Horace couldn't have done it. Your uncle was out of the room when we heard the shot. Where was he and what was he doing? And he was pretty cute about picking up the gun, too. What do you mean? I mean, if there were two sets of prints on that gun, Rogers and somebody else's, and that somebody else happened to be Horace Morton, well, you've got a perfectly legitimate explanation now. The prints got on the gun when he picked it up. Clark, it's not so. I don't believe it. And anyway, how do you know Rogers didn't do it himself? You remember how strangely he acted when we got here. Not strangely. Frightened, Miss Lane. And frightened of what? Why did he stop talking? Because he saw Dr. Morton coming. Here he comes again. Uh, uh, Kent, most unfortunate. But we can't get the police. We can't get anyone. Well, what's the matter? Uh, apparently the storm has broken down the wires. Sharp but severe. What? You mean the line's dead? You can't get the operator? Believe me, I can't get a soul. Mr. Kent, there's only one thing to do. You've got to get down the mountain to New Birmingham while Uncle Horace and I stay here at the observatory. Leave you here? You must. I don't mind. I'll be all right. Well, she's right, my boy. That is, if you feel you must go at all. Go ahead, Mr. Kent. Take the car and go down and bring back to sleep. We'll stay right here while you're gone. Well, all right. But don't take chances. Keep your eyes open, Miss Lane, and be careful. Hurry, Mr. Kent. Uncle Horace will look after me, won't you, Uncle? Uh, bless myself. Certainly, certainly. Of course. Very well, I'll go. Out this door right here. Leads to the road, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, where's your car? Down around the turn. We walked the last few steps. 
Hello, the storm stopped. Still foggy, though, but the hail's gone. Hurry. Hurry down and hurry back. Do it. She's probably safe enough. If he did kill Rogers, he wouldn't dare do anything to his own niece. That would pin it on him for keeps. I think I can make better time than you, Birmingham, as Superman. Get down and back faster than they imagine. All right, this ought to do it. Up we go. Up and faster. Faster. Down the mountain like a bullet. Out. Out and away. Flashing through the night air, red tape streaming in the wind, Superman streaks down the mountain and out over the streets of New Birmingham, searching for police headquarters. But suddenly he sees lights, crowds, hear shouts, desperate calls, police lines fighting to keep back a frenzied mob. Down he sweeps, and down. What's that? Looks like something's happened at the bank. And if I want police, this is where I'll find them. I'll duck down into that alley and come out again as Clark Kent. Down! Down! think anybody's seen me. What in thunder's going on? Well, I'll soon know. Just as quick as I can get hold of an officer. Now, there's the police sergeant right now. Hey there, sergeant! Sergeant! Out of the way, you fell out of the way. Can't stop now. Get back. Officer, listen. There's been a murder up on Music Mountain. I've just come down. Well, what's that? I say there's been a murder on Music Mountain in Dr. Morton's observatory. Well, who, who is it? Quick, Morton's assistant, Elmer Rogers. Wait, you, you say he's dead? Shot through the heart. Well, if he's dead, it'll have to wait, though. If, if we don't work fast, there'll be three men dead right here in town. Well, what's happened? I'm a reporter. Oh, a reporter. Okay. Well, there was a dimple of a big headstorm, yeah. and right in the middle of it, a gang trapped the bank. What? A gang held up the bank during that storm? Yeah. They held up the bank, got away clean, and left three special officers in the vault. Locked in with the time lock. What? Three men locked in a vault? Officer, how long have they been there? I don't know. Maybe half an hour, maybe less. And they'll suffocate if they ain't out there pretty quick. And the time lock's set for tomorrow morning. What? We can't do a thing. We can't use dynamite. They'll die. Every last one of them. Sergeant. That boss, where is it? What's it to you? You can't do anything. Where is it? I've got to know. Right over yonder, under the main part of the bank. Hey, where are you going? Hey, what about that murder? Hey! Can't stop now. This is more important. A bank hold up during that hailstorm, eh? I wonder if that had anything to do with what Rogers wanted to tell us. That note Lois found. We'll have to go into that later. Right now, my job is getting into that boss. Back to that alley, quick. Dynamite may not be able to reach that boss, but I think Superman can. Ah, uh, here we are. Down. Down. Now then, it ought to be right under here. Ten feet of earth, three feet of steel and concrete. Well, here it goes. Looking under darkness of the alley, Superman applies his terrific strength to tearing into the earth above the vault. Muscles of steel, hands and fingers like steel talons rip through earth and stone. Dust and debris rise in a whirling cloud, and suddenly... Superman finds himself at the face of the vault. Now then, sheet steel and reinforced concrete. Almost in. I can hear them gasping. Once more. Ah, made it. Into the vault. There they are. Out cold, dying from suffocation. The fresh air will fix that. Now, uh, well, I could take them out the way I came in, of course. But there's a crowd in the bank. I think it would be simpler to knock the door of the vault out. All I have to do, really, is grab hold of the edges and... <laughs> Locks are getting away. Now, they'll be surprised out there. Hope they have the sense to stand back. Here goes. Once more and we do it. 
Now, back the way I came in. Out to the alley. Out, out, and away! They'll talk about that forever. But they won't connect it with Clark Kent. And that's all that matters. Now, back to the observatory and Lois. Up we go. Out of the alley. This does it. Away! Up, up, faster, and away! Back up the mountain goes the winging shape, while in the streets of New Birmingham, stunned crowds sway and cluster about the bank, watching the prisoners in the vault come out as men rescued from the dead. Police organize for a hurried trip to Martin Observatory. The Superman is there, far ahead of them, sweeping down out of the darkness to the doorway before the house. There we are. Oh, Lois is all right. Down we go. Down! Down! Now, up to the door, and then back to Clark Kent. Miss Lane, it's me. It's Clark Kent. I'm back. Open the door. That's it, Julia. Hey, Scott, I hope... Why, the door isn't even locked. It's open. Where are they? Lois! Lois! Dr. Morton, where are you? Dr. Morton! They're not here. What could have happened? The place is empty, deserted. Lois! Lois Lane! Lois! Mystery piling on mystery. Kent returns to find the observatory empty and deserted. Where are Lois and Horace Morton? Who killed Elmer Rogers? And what sinister connection is fast taking form between the Morton weather forecast and the dark forces of the underworld? Tune in and follow the story of Superman. And remember, be sure to tune in the next thrilling installment of the amazing transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. All right, everybody, welcome back. Just got a few comments here. First off, there's a lot of suspicion towards... Horace Morton right now. And that part in the beginning where Horace Morton just seems to on purpose touch the gun as if to cover his tracks. And that makes Clark very suspicious. Also, Dr. Morton just doesn't really seem too sad or shocked or, you know, upset that his assistant is dead. And he doesn't want to call the police. Very suspicious here. Well, I love that part where when he's talking to the police chief or whatever, the, he's like, the police chiefs ask him, who, who are you? And Clark's like, I, I'm a reporter. And the guy's like, oh, okay, great. Awesome, a reporter. And it's like, yeah, because that's totally who you need in an emergency situation to get people out of a dangerous situation. You need a reporter. Uh, that was funny. Clark also gets back to Music Mountain and he finds that Lois is nowhere to be seen. So was he wrong about her uncle? Did he perhaps do something to Lois? I guess we'll have to find out in the next episode. 
All right, folks, we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with part four of Horace Morton's weather predictions. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into part four of Horace Morton's weather predictions. This one aired June 17th of 1940. Enjoy. Presenting the transcription feature... Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, mighty visitor from another world, who came to Earth when the planet Krypton was destroyed by quakes and explosions. And walks about among human beings disguised as Clark Kent, news reporter for a great metropolitan paper. Sent to investigate remarkably accurate weather predictions by the famous meteorologist Horace Morton, Kent and Lois Lane have run head-on into mystery. Elmer Rogers, Morton's assistant, has been murdered during a violent storm. And when Kent went down the mountain to inform the police, he found that thieves had broken into the new Birmingham bank and locked its officers in the vault. Superman rescued the imprisoned men and then raced back to the lonely observatory, only to discover that Lois and Dr. Morton were nowhere to be found. As our story continues today, the police have arrived, and Kent is explaining the situation to the sergeant in charge. Listen. Listen, sergeant. During the storm, Miss Lane, she's Dr. Morton's niece, she and I were in the laboratory, up there at the head of the stairs. Yes. Well, we heard a shot. And when we came down here to see what had happened, we found Elmer Rogers. Shot? Shot and killed. With a revolver that was lying near him on the floor. Wait a minute. You say that you and Miss Lane... Where was Doc Morton? He came in while we were bending over Rogers. He'd been out. Out where? I don't know. Okay. Then what? Well, I told him to telephone the police. But he came back after a while and said the wires were down. So I left him here with Miss Lane and hurried to New Birmingham myself. I told the police, then came right back. And here's what I want to tell you. There isn't a sign of either Miss Lane or Dr. Morton. They've, they've simply vanished. Huh? Well, where are they going? Well, if I knew, I'd tell you. Okay. we got to look around. Maybe they're hiding. Uh, you went over the place, upstairs and down? Everywhere except the cellar, if there is one. Okay, we'll take a look at it. Where's the door? Well, I don't know. Maybe through here. You want to take a look at Rogers on the way? What do you say, Devlin? Not much, Sarge. We got him all right. Shot from close by. We'll take the gun back and check it for print. Wait a minute, what's this here? Where'd this dirt come from? Oh, that's kind of gravel-like. He had it in his hand. Had it in his hand? Well, what is it? Here, you take a look. Where'd it come from? Looks like black dirt. Yeah. You ever seen it before? No. If, if he had it in his hand when Miss Lane and I looked at him, I, I guess we missed it. If he had it in his hand. You don't think somebody put it in there later, do you? What's the matter? Shh. Keep quiet. Well, what's up? What do you hear? Beyond that door, just behind you. Someone is coming up a flight of stairs. Huh? What are you talking about? Bless my soul. Dr. Morton. Morton? Are you Dr. Morton? Oh, of course. Uh, you went to get the police, didn't you, Ken? 
You know, I'd completely forgotten. Dr. Morton, where is Lois? Lois? Yes. Dear me, isn't she upstairs in the laboratory? That's where I left her. She is not in the laboratory. No? Then she's probably in bed. Sensible girl. Too much excitement. People getting chilled, calling police. Dr. Morton, Lois is not in bed. As you know perfectly well. Where is she? My dear Mr. Kent. I left her here with you while I went to get the police. Now she's gone. Where is she? I give you my word, I haven't the faintest idea. Come on, Doc. What have you done with her? What have I done with her? What were you doing down in the cellar? My dear Kent, your tone. I don't like it. I don't care whether you like it or not. What were you doing down in that cellar? Devlin, go down them stairs and see what you can find. Okay, Sarge. Now then, Doc. Come on, speak up. Didn't expect us to get here so soon, did you? You thought you'd get away with it. Well, come on. Let's have it. I really don't know what you're talking about. I want to know what you were doing down those cellar stairs. Well, if you must, I... I have a small chemical laboratory. When Lois and I were left alone, I advised her to find a book. As I recall, I, I left her reading. You left her? Where'd you go? I remembered I'd been working on an experiment. A new step in the breakdown of pitch blend. A what? I doubt if you'd understand. You know the new Birmingham refinery? The refinery? Yes. Sure, yes, whatever. I have some acquaintance with the director, Mr. Milo Pales. At his request, I have been investigating the breakdown of pitch blend ores into radium. Radium? You mean there's a radium refinery in New Birmingham? Yeah, that part of it's straight enough, but the rest ain't. I don't believe a word of it. Come on, Al. Wait a minute, Sergeant. I just thought of something. Where's that gravel? Here. Dr. Morton, look at this stuff. You know what it is? Where did you get that, Mr. Kent? It was in Roger's hands when he was killed. What is it? Pitch blend, Mr. Kent. The same very valuable pitch blend ore that I worked with alone in my cellar laboratory. You mean he stole it? It would seem so. Okay, that's enough for me. Method, that there gun. Motive, that economy stole the radium. Opportunity, when you sneaked out and left Kent and Miss Lane alone. You're coming with me, Doc. And just what are you talking about, officer? You heard me. You're coming down to jail, and you're coming now. Oh, yeah, devil? Ain't nothing down there, Sarge. Just a little room and a bench with a lot of bottles and stuff. Wait. Any place to hide anything? No. It ain't more than 12 feet square. Put right out of the rock. Get my coat, Devlin. All right. Come along, Doc. I protest. I protest most emphatically. This is an outrage. Monstrous. I shall complain. Okay, okay. Complain to the judge. But you're coming with me and you're coming now. Hey, Devlin. You stay here and search the place. Okay. You too, kid. We want you for a witness. I'll send the coroner up. Sergeant, look. Tire tracks. What? Tire tracks. The car. What are you talking about? What car? Oh, uh, forget it. Forget it. I I made a mistake. Uh. Devlin. You get out after that girl. Search the house first, then the woods. If you don't find her, we'll be back with a posse. I'll see you later. Come on. Come on back inside. You'll get soaked. No, you uh, you go ahead. Search the house. I'll look around outside. I don't mind the rain. Well, holler if you find anything. Find anything? I should say I have. Good thing that sergeant didn't question me. I almost gave myself away. Calling attention to those tire tracks. Almost blurted out that Lois's car was gone. Then they'd start asking me what I used to get to town in. Let me look at those tracks. Down the road. Ah, it looks like a skid. It's traveling fast. Here, what's this? More tracks. There was another car here. Those aren't Lois's tire marks. 
Her car left in a hurry, and the second car went after it. Well, I think it's time Superman took a hand and went after them both. Up we go. Up, up, and away. Head on the narrow, twisting mountain road, wet and treacherous, Lois Lane desperately urges her car to its highest speed. Behind her, a second car, long and black and low, relentlessly closes in. Suddenly, the silver glitter of water, a narrow bridge, the second car creeps up, while high overhead, Superman streaks through the stormy sky. There it is. That's Lois's coupe. And she's driving it, but who's that chasing her? Great Scott, they're going at top speed, both of them. They're on the bridge. The second car's trying to pass. What? He's crowding Lois into the bridge. Got to get into this. Down. Down. They're forcing Lois over. Oh, she's crashed. She's going through the rail. She's in the lake. I'll have to let those other fellows go. Got to get Lois down into that water. Faster. Faster. Down. Oh. Oh, what's happened? What was it? Oh, it's... Miss Lane, you're all right. Just... just take it easy. Oh. Oh, Clark. Mr. Kent. The car. What happened? You had a nasty spill. A car shoved you into the lake. Luckily, I got there in time to pull you out. But... but where are we now? It was the strangest thing in the world. Just as I pulled you out, this fellow came along in his truck, and he's giving us a lift into town. Sure thing you know, mister. I'll have you up to that there hospital in no time. Miss Lane, how do you feel? I'm all right. But... But those men, where are they? What men? The ones that were chasing me. Oh, Mr. Kent, just after you left, two men came in a car. They were the ones who killed Rogers. I heard them. They didn't know I was there, but... You heard them confess to the murder? Lois, Miss Lane, who who were they? Oh, I don't know. They were after Uncle Horace, but but he was down in the cellar. He never even knew. Then what he said was true. He didn't do it. Do what? Kill Rogers. The police thought your uncle murdered Rogers because he'd stolen some radium ore. Oh, no, no. Poor Uncle Horace. Mr. Kent, it wasn't that at all. I heard the whole story. Those men, they were using him. They were criminals. You mean... Hey, Scott, you mean they were committing crimes when they knew there were storms coming? Lois, Miss Lane, that, that explains everything. Oh, it was more than that, Mr. Kent. Uncle Horace, he didn't just forecast when storms were coming. He made them. What? But that's not possible. Oh, but it is. It is. I heard everything before they saw me. Uncle Horace made the storms. And he never knew what they were doing, but, but Rogers knew, and he said he'd tell, and, and that's why they killed him. Oh, Mr. Kent, Uncle Horace, where is he now? He's in jail, but he won't be there long. Hey, there. Never mind the hospital. Drive straight to the jail. Jail? Yes. Okay, mister. Right here, there now. Good. <laughs> but, Lois, there's something I don't understand. Why were these men after you? Oh, they heard me, and I ran to the door and, and the car. I just got away, but but they came after me. I drove as fast as I could to get to town and the police, but but they came alongside on that bridge. Oh, never and mind. I... I know what happened after that. And boy, was it lucky! <laughs> oh, look, here we are. There's the jail, police headquarters. What? Oh, what's happened? Look at that crowd. Mr. Kent, what is it? Well, I, I... Hey, what's all the shooting for? Oh, there's the man I want. Sergeant! Sergeant! What the... Hey, Kent! Yeah? Where'd you come from? Say, don't tell me you got the lane, girl. Sergeant, here she is, and she's told me the whole story. Morton didn't commit that murder. We've got to get him out. Where is he? Where is he? That's what I want to know myself. Doc Morton's gone. Gone? Gone where? What do you mean? I mean he's been snatched, taken away. 
Listen, I got him down here and put him in a cell. Then came the biggest explosion you ever heard. Explosion? There was a gang after him. They broke into his cell and now they got him. Kid, if you know anything at all, who are they? What's it all about? Who's got him? And what are they going to do next? One mystery solved, only to lead into another. Horace Morton, famous scientist, revealed as the man who has found the secret of actually creating weather. But what of the mysterious group who have stolen him away? What do they intend doing? And what unbelievable climax lies ahead? Tune in next time and follow the story of Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. Okay, folks, welcome back. Just a few comments here, and then we will wrap up. First off, in the beginning, it was a little bit annoying with the police chief and the policeman or whatever. And not only did he keep just repeating everything that everybody said, but there was this one line where Clark is telling him that Lois and her uncle have vanished. And the chief is like, well, where did they go? And it's like, <laughs> um, I think that if Clark knew that, he wouldn't have brought you here. <laughs> uh, now, when they finally do find Horace Morton, he seems to have no knowledge of what's going on or what has happened to Lois. And at this point, we are wondering... Well, is he just pretending to be ignorant? Is he just pretending to not know what's really going on? So there's still mystery up to this point surrounding the intentions of Horace Morton. Also, later, Clark catches himself. He almost messed up when he pointed out the the lack of a car, which could have you know, gotten him into an awkward position of how of having to explain how he got to town. And we see this all the time in the Superman mythos where he's always having to be really careful not to mess up and bring suspicion upon himself as Superman. What's interesting is we see this all the way back even into the earliest stories and incarnations of the Superman mythos. Clark is just always having to be super careful that everything can always be explained and he doesn't have to answer any awkward questions that might, you know, point suspicion at him as being something more than just a mere man. We have a nice save at the end where Superman saves Lois from the creek or the river or whatever. This reminded me of a Smallville episode. It was episode one, I believe, where Lex Luthor is driving really fast and he ends up hitting Clark on the bridge and both Lex and Clark fall into the water. And of course, Clark, of course, it doesn't hurt him. He ends up saving Lex and that is the beginning of their friendship. So that's just what that reminded me of. It reminded me of that scene in Smallville in episode one where Clark saves Lex for the very first time. 
Okay, so after Clark finally rescues Lois, Lois explains to him that Horace Morton is innocent, that although he is making the storms, he is not in with the bad guys. That's also a pretty big revelation as well. Horace Morton is actually making the weather happen. He's not just predicting it. He's actually making it happen. But furthermore, he's innocent from any crimes. At the end, of course, we find out that Horace Morton has been kidnapped from the police station. And I love at the end, too, where the policeman was like asking Clark, what has happened to Horace Morton? And it's like, I don't know. You're the policeman (laughs) that had Horace Morton in your custody. Why don't you answer that question? (laughs) But obviously, those sorts of questions were more geared for the kids listening at home to get them thinking and to set up this cliffhanger here. All right, everybody, that is going to be a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, you can send your comments to otrmsh at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, I want to encourage you to leave a five-star rating over at the Apple Podcast Reviews. I would much appreciate it. Thanks a bunch, everybody, and I will catch you next time.